Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Peter Joseph, and you're listening to V Radio. Good evening to those of you in the United States on the eastern side. Uh, I guess it's actually pretty much evening all across the United States. Uh, um, good, really late evening. If any of you guys stayed up to, in the United Kingdom, this is uh, generally a later uh, episode for sure. And uh, good morning to those of you down under in Australia who listen to V Radio and uh, all over the world. Um, thanks again for tuning in tonight. Uh, if this is your first time listening to V Radio, please feel free to check out my website, uh, V hyphen or V dash or V minus radio.org uh, there you can see archives of other shows like this one lots of great interviews with great guests scientists um, some you know activists politicians documentary filmmakers uh, all basically centered around the idea of spreading the awareness of the resource-based economy model and making the world a better place um, recently uh, something that it's is not directly related but somebody made me aware of this documentary uh, I really suggest you guys watch it. It will be free until the 20th, um, but it has to do with cancer. Um, for those of you who haven't joined my Facebook group already, if you look at the fans of V Radio Facebook, which you can find a link to on my website, I have a link to this documentary. It's called Berzinski, Cancer is Serious Business. Um, it really looks very heavily at the way that the monetary system affects uh, the medical industry and how uh, good cures for cancer are being suppressed because of the fact that the cancer quote-unquote treatment industry that we call chemotherapy is so profitable that uh, it seems as though just like with everything else if something else is making more money for the system then they will inhibit it I urge you to watch this documentary if you know anybody who has died of cancer you will be enraged uh, my mother died of cancer, and she probably would have uh, um, responded to the kind of treatment that Dr. Brzezinski was using. Um, and in anything else, it'll definitely motivate you to uh, seriously consider uh, the what it is that we're fighting for, and how you know getting beyond the idea of money will help us uh, in the future. So um, that being said, I'm also going to say. Uh, we're going to go uh, into uh, – I'm still working on the Troll documentary. Um, for those of you who are interested in checking that out, once again, on my website, if you scroll down, you'll see a neat little picture of a troll in a cave sitting at a computer. Uh, you click that, and uh, that'll take you to the Facebook page for the documentary Troll, where I post links to updates about the film, including uh, links to various studies that I will be using in the film, um, sometimes video clips, things of that nature, to give you kind of a uh, you know sneak preview uh, the troll documentary is not for the right. It's not for the left. It's essentially my gift to all free-thinking people. Um, it is not a zeitgeist movement movie per se. Um, it's about you know spreading awareness of the fact that the issue of how we communicate on the Internet is actually a serious issue for all of mankind to seriously consider um, because our future, I feel, is directly linked to the Internet. And the more studying I do, uh, the more insidious the things I, that I uncover that go far beyond just annoying kids in mom's basement saying things from the safety of their keyboards, although we will be covering that as well. Um, in addition, uh, upcoming shows right now that are on, you know, essentially irons on the fire, so to speak, is in being worked on. We're still working on Jeff Tester, Ph.D. from MIT, uh, who's a professor um, and of chemical studies, and he's also an expert on geothermal energy. Um, I get in contact with him again. I'm also uh, currently talking to uh, 
Congressman Dennis Kucinich's people about having him on the radio show. That actually looks very good. Um, it, this will hopefully be in reference to his uh, recent uh, – it's actually not really recent, but uh, I think I've told the story before that uh, – at one point, I conversed with his wife, and I recommended the uh, Zeitgeist Addendum, and I wanted to know if her husband had seen it. She told me to forward that information to her congressional office, or his congressional office, and um, a few days later, he put out a blog um, saying that uh, he would like to reform the monetary system for um, economic equality and um, environmental sustainability. Um, so that basically kind of puts me in a position of wondering whether or not we may have influenced him. He's quoted things that were said in Zeitgeist on several occasions, although obviously he never says, well, I, I watched this movie Zeitgeist because that would probably be the end of his career. Um, but uh, Kucinich is, a, is definitely a power player, and um, I'd have to say that if I had to pick one of the mainstream party you know, the candidates as far as that's concerned, it would be Representative Dennis Kucinich. Um, some of you may remember that he was one of the only politicians with the courage to go to the wire and try to impeach uh, George Bush and Dick Cheney for essentially war crimes. Um, all right. Um, that being said, as far as like future radio shows are concerned, um, we're now going to move on to introducing our guests, one of whom is making a lot of noise in the room behind him. <laughs> um, I'm going to see you on. Still? Mm, yeah. Sorry, sorry for the noise. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience. Uh, well, first of all, I, I want to thank you for this uh, invitation. My name is Ivan, and I'm from the Sideguides Movement chapter uh, from Chile. And I am also um, the leader of an industrial bank called Vigilante, or Vigilante, in Spanish, <laughs> and I don't know, I, I'm glad to be in your show. Well, I'm glad to have you here. I actually got a chance to listen to some of your music. Uh, it kind of reminds me of um, uh, Rob Zombie or, or Ramstein, um, and I really liked it. I was listening to it most of the day, actually, some you know, serious emotion, kind of like a combination of techno sound with uh, you know some heavy metal sounds to it as well, which, of course, appeals to me. Um, you also, you know, asked me to invite a friend of yours to the show. So, um, Deborah, go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience. Hey, I'm Deborah. I'm Deborah. Um, I'm an activist of the Zeitgeist movement. Also, um, I know I know Ivan from it a couple of months ago, and um, I was recently in Florida for vacation. I was on the Venus Project. That's how I. Um, went there on a tour, so I think it was really fun and a good experience also. Excellent. Well, um, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, as I said earlier, I'm going to ask the traditional question. I'll start back with Yvonne. Um, Yvonne, uh, what was the moment in your life that kind of brought you out of the box, that started to make you think, you know, outside the matrix, so to speak? Um, hmm. Describe, you know, your what, what made you become uh, an activist. Um, I think that since very young, I have always um, questioned some things in in the system or in the society. That it's very hard to go for, uh, further with that ideas when you uh, don't have other people to support it. So um, uh, I don't know. Always 
uh, I have this a lot of questions in, in my mind about uh, religion, about uh, society, about justice, and for me the the breaking point or or, or the point where I I um, could realize that I'm not crazy <laughs> was when I saw the first uh, Side Guys movie, and was for me was was very very good because in, in a way he put all uh, the common ideas that I know a lot of people have that kind of uh, ideas in in his mind that Peter uh, make a terrific job <laughs> uh, putting all that ideas in order and for me was was uh, a very important uh, thing uh, could uh, be able to watch the the first film and um, i don't know but the the question was always on on my on my mind my entire life so that that could be a little Okay, well that makes perfect sense then. Um, so you watched the first film, uh, then did you watch the second film? And I guess that's probably what introduced you to the Venus Project, right? Yeah, yeah, and that completely blew my mind because uh, had had a lot of it. Sometimes it's too advanced <laughs> for this time. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That, right. but they are very. Had a lot of good ideas, and, and for me, the most important is that bring you hope, hope in humankind, hope in in a future. That's excellent. Yeah, it definitely it had a profound impact on me as well. Um, I'm going to move on to uh, Deborah. Uh, same question: What was the moment that made you, you know, go from being a non-activist to an activist? Well, I actually um for a few years already already always thought there was something different or wrong with the system and my religious background um always thought that something was off. So when I saw the movie like three years ago, the first one, it was an eye opener to, to to really realize there was more people that thought like me. I wasn't the only one. And I bet a lot of people thought that way with the first one and even the second one. When I saw the second movie, um, like two months ago, it was really, really close from now. And um, that, that's when I was introduced to the Venus Project. Um, I really liked it a lot. But I must say it's hard to think that futuristically and the reality we are right, right, right now. All right. Excellent. Um well, uh, Yvonne, you know, uh, one of the reasons why we brought you on today was to talk about your band, Vigilante. Um, I guess go ahead and give some background on that. Uh, I mean, like, how long have you been involved in music? Is this your first band? Did you have other bands? Um, actually, this is not my first band. I play music since, I don't know, like, since 50 years. No, 15 years. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I I always get confused with that. Um, he, he was playing music before he was even conceived. 
<laughs> yeah, in my in my previous life. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> Go no, ahead. And and I explored different styles of music, like I don't know metal or progressive rock or even funk. But uh, I always have the the intention of make a project that mix to a style that I love. Uh, like um, electronic music and and rock and metal, try to mix that uh, that thing together and beyond that um, have a project with I could express um, freely all my my ideas about society, about people, about um, I don't know a lot of things that. In when you you are in a band, you always have to deal with other people that don't think maybe uh, the same way that you think. So for me, make uh, make vigilante give me the chance to express myself um, so much better than in other previous uh, musical projects. Maybe you weren't, uh, maybe I guess you weren't doing as stuff that was maybe as politically or activist oriented in your other projects? Um, no, too much. Right. But, yeah, I, I was not able to do it because um, not all the people in, in the band, um, in my previous band, um, agree with that kind of uh, line of thought. Yeah, it's actually you know? usually kind of difficult to get them, you know, to, the average person to talk about this kind of stuff at all, which is one of the reasons why I asked that question about, you know, what made you became an activist or become an activist is generally because, you know, it's there's usually some moment that, that makes you aware, um, you know, of things and makes it harder for you, you know, to uh, to go back. It's like, you know, I've I've done some research, for example, on that Jordan Maxwell guy that was in the first Zeitgeist movie, but one of the things that he said that keeps ringing in my head is... Uh, the part where he says, you know, you have to seek the truth and then you'll see lies everywhere. And after you get into that mindset, it's basically kind of impossible to turn it off. You know, you yeah. can't just stop thinking about it. I mean, it's, it doesn't take over your life, but it definitely changes the way you think about things. Um, yes, I, I think that a perfect example is uh, the movie Matrix. When you take the red pill, <laughs> there's no turning back. <laughs> right, that's very true. Now, um, as far as like influences, uh, what bands influenced you? Um, well, there is a lot of uh, bands that influenced me in, in my music, like I don't know, Nine Inch Nails or The Crooks or I don't know, older bands like Kraftwerk or Front Two for Two. But also, I have a very I, I was very influenced uh, by some metal bands like I don't know um, metal and hardcore bands because I I, I grew up like a metalhead you know mm-hmm. <laughs> here list, listen Slayer or Metallica or <laughs> right Sultura. there with you. right there with you <laughs> so um, but I really like a lot uh, of um, hardcore bands. Like Jude of Today, some uh, uh, Stray Edge, 
bands, mm -hmm. you know, because uh, what appeal appeal me the most is the the message, because I I think that in in hardcore music the um, the lyrics are very very important, even more than music. <laughs> so that that's what I I really like about hardcore. That musically I have a lot a lot of influence. I can listen from I don't know since. Uh, Morbid Angel to Enigma. So, yeah. So, uh, I, I mean, you know, like you know, Metallica generally talked about you know uh, stuff, especially I mean, back in the day, anyway. That was, you know, it was usually kind of an anti-war message. Uh, Megadeth, uh, in particular, Dave Mustaine's work. You know, he he did yeah. a lot of stuff about activism and things like that. Um, but uh, for sure. Um, I know that uh, listening to it, you know, your your lyrics were very compelling. Um, I mean, uh, I've noticed that you kind of have like three separate like website things uh, for your band. Um, I, mean, I mean, have you been to America? Have you toured here at all? Or uh, not yet, but I hope that I could play in 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 North America this year because uh, for the first time. Uh, I I found a record label is from um, Canada mm -hmm. and he released my last album in North America for for the first time I I have a North America label so that is more um, easy <laughs> to for uh, make a tour there because right. um, my previous records. Only uh, was released in in Europe, and in, in Europe and in Japan. But in for the new resistance, my last album, I have the the luck of um, the the album was released in three different uh, territories at the same time. Was released in in Japan, in North America, and Europe. So I hope I could I could play there and and I meet you I I could be able to meet you in person. Oh, well, that would be great. You know, if you ever come to the Detroit area, um, I definitely like your music enough to you know to entertain the idea of going to a concert. So uh, you know, when the time comes, get in touch. You know, for sure. Um, yeah. And to those of you listening, I think you'd really like his music. Um, I did link the website, and I'm going to put it on my website, actually. I'm going to put it on my actual website in the links section. Uh, for now, you guys can get a link to his website for his band, um, which you will see in, in the Zeitgeist Movement forums post about this radio show. I link it there. Um, and I've been, like as I said, I've been checking out his music, and it's definitely been great. I'm going to see uh, there was somebody else uh, who wanted to be added to this show. I'm going to go ahead and put him on. Um, and then we'll go ahead and move on to uh, other panels to talk a little bit about what's going on in Zeitgeist Movement Chile. Um, and I'm probably saying that name wrong. Is it? It's Chile, right? Is that how you, how you pronounce you guys' country? Is Chile? Chile. Okay. Right. <laughs> not to be that's right. You know, not to be mistaken for a for a uh, soup that's often served in the, the south southern portions of the United no, States no, no. and Mexico. <laughs> um, all right. Well. Um, now we also added uh, somebody new to the call. I'm, I want to be sure I don't uh, mispronounce your name, so go ahead and introduce yourself. <laughs> hi, I'm uh, 
Hi, I'm Joseto from Chile. I'm the linguistic coordinator. And I'm, well, I'm here to explain if you want to know the things that we as a Chilean coordination are doing here in Chile. Excellent. Um, can you speak up a little bit, though? You're a little quiet. <laughs> oh, um, there you hear it better? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. a little better. Um, all right, well, excellent. Um, and you guys, the linguistic teams, you guys are seriously like rock stars in your own right. You do so much great work translating these films, you know, and all of these different things that, you know, you guys have seen you do. That whole team, you know, my hat's off to you. Um, I don't think people realize how daunting a task it is to sit around translating stuff for hours and hours and hours. And um, it's interesting because sometimes like the Russian team, because I, I hang out in the Russian channel pretty frequently on um, PS3 and uh, every now and then they'll ask me, you know, like, what does this word mean in English? You know, and I had to kind of avert a, a disaster because um, in the in part three of Zeitgeist Moving Forward, uh, the word rise they they thought maybe he meant riot. <laughs> and I was oh. like, no, no, no. He doesn't mean riot. It's not riot. It, it's rise, you know, as in to arise. He was like, oh, okay, no problem. <laughs> Just thinking, you know, how bad that could have been. You know, this film is released in Russia and trying to induce riots, you know, um, especially since that's the part of the film where, you know, you see the protesters. But, um, yeah, of course. <laughs> but uh, all of that aside... Um, averting international incidents. Um, um, Deborah, what's it been like for you to be part of the, the Zeitgeist movement in Chile? And do you want to talk about uh, your experience with the Venus Project? Sure. Um, I actually been an activist um, for like two months already, so it's a little bit, it's a little, not too long. Um, it's been really good. I've met so many good people, so many nice people, and really witty. And they know a lot, so I've been learning a lot too. And also, I hope I can contribute whatever I can give. Um, well, I went to the Venus Project two weeks ago, actually, and I met with Jack and Roxanne. They were really nice people, liked them a lot, very open to questions. I liked the project a lot, the tour we had. And, well, it was a good, really good experience. Yeah, I remember it being really freaking hot when I went down there. <laughs> I mean, it's probably normal for you guys. You know, it's really down south down there. But there's a reason I live in, nor in the north. I can't stand hot weather. But, yeah, the whole time it was like, oh, man, I could bake a cake out here. I wouldn't even have to you know, just kind of set it out in the sun and, you know, it'd be ready to go. Um, but uh, it was it was definitely worth it. It was a very beautiful place. It was good to interact with Shock and Roxanne. Um, it's kind of surreal to meet them in person. Um, yeah, it is. It is, and they. It makes you almost believe that you can be friends because it's not like a friendly conversation. What you have, it's not like a teacher talking to you. It's a conversation you can ask, ask questions a lot in the same conversation. So, it was a really neat experience. And I, um, well, anybody that wants to go and has the possibility to go, well, I. I say to you, please go, because it'll be a really good experience, and um, you can really learn a lot there. Even though there's a lot of uh, videos on YouTube, actually being there is a lot different. Right. That's that's very true. I tell people the same thing. It's definitely a, a life-changing experience. Um, now, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, ask the traditional question. Um, 
Um, Jose, so go ahead and uh, tell everybody how you got involved with uh, activism. Was there a life-changing moment that you know that got you involved, or was it watching the Zeitgeist films? Or go ahead and add your you know your experiences. Well, I entered the movement when I was uh, 16 years old. I hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hey, Yvonne, you got a lot of background noise. Can you mute for a moment while he's talking? Because he's kind of quiet. We had a problem. Okay. One minute. Sure. All right, go ahead and speak up a little bit and, and go ahead and answer the question. I apologize. I just want to make sure the listeners can hear you. Well, um, when I saw the first movie, I was, like, shocked. I didn't sleep for three nights. I, you know, you got a lot of to think out of that movie. I have to say that it wasn't a big surprise because all my life I have thought the world wasn't in the better way it would change lots of things and I thought of all the hunger, wars, all the stuff but when you see it in a movie with so um, good arguments you are like in a real shock and when I saw Addendum it was the solution, the Venus Project was like oh my god that was what I really was looking for so I started like two years ago in the movement here in Chile. So I have um, been here and look how this, it has grown. It makes me really happy. The movement it's growing faster and faster here in Chile. We are now expanding it through all Chile because I don't know if you have seen a map of Chile. It's a really large country so the communication um, don't get to everywhere. And it's really centralized in our capital city. So it's really important to get the movement through all Chile. And I now see how it's reaching the most far, forest parts. And it's getting really big here in Chile. It makes me really proud. That's excellent. Um, you know, an interesting thing that's going to be coming up on other future episodes of V Radio has to do with uh, part of your country's history, uh, and it has to do with the work of Stafford Beer and Project Cybersyn, which I guess was back in the 70s. Uh, one of your presidents wanted a computer network that would allow him to get better information to try to help run the economy. Um, and uh, that was uh, there's a whole story about that that you know you can check out. But uh, you know when the time comes for that, if uh, you guys have anybody in your chapter who knows anything about Project Cybersyn, let me know. Um, I'll be happy to involve them in the upcoming series. Uh, there's a friend of mine who's doing the research for that, and we're going to do uh, probably several radio shows talking about Cybersyn because they were able to accomplish. Um, I mean, while not a complete resource-based economy, they were able to accomplish a kind of a computer system using 70s computers, you know, from back from, you know, really old computers that allowed them to help regulate the economy and be sure that all resources were moving efficiently. And that was back in the 70s. Nowadays, with the computers we have, we could certainly do it better. Um, have, have any of you guys heard about Project Cybersyn? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, of course. Well, um, CyberScene, as you said, was like in the 70s, and it um, was meant to use television as the screen. But sadly, we have a, a right 
from the militars, they raised against the government and the the president suicide committed suicide and cybersin was lost. So there is not much information of that and it's mainly based in speculations of mm-hmm. what would have happened if cybersin would had reached their best moment. But well I'm not an expert of that theme, but it was a really good project. I would love to have it running. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, Yvonne kind of pointed out the, that they feel the military killed that president. Um, the whole thing kind of felt like an economic hitman situation where they were trying to overthrow somebody who had the funny idea that, you know, Chilean copper should actually be used to help the people of Chile rather than, you know, being shipped to the United States. Um, and it's a typical story all the way around, and I apologize on the behalf of the country I'm a citizen of. Um, <laughs> not much more I can say about that other than to say that I hope that things change. Um, yeah, it's no good for my plan. <laughs> yeah, I know. All victims. You, you have nothing to apologize. We citizens have no word right in a democracy. <laughs> Well, um, I guess, uh, do you guys uh, have anything? I mean, I know, like, for example, I've, I've talked to Peter about the possibility that Vigilante might be able to play at the upcoming Zeitgeist Media Festival. That's not, you know, that's still tentative at this time. Um, I also talked to him about, uh, Peter Joseph, about Harrisonic, which is uh, Ben Stewart from Chimatica's band. Uh, they played at Lollapalooza at one point, so, um, and their music's really great. Uh, and... I guess uh, the question now is, uh, what is it like? What is the state of the economy in Chile? And do you think that uh, people will be more receptive to the idea of the resource-based economy? Um, I, I can uh, answer that a little <laughs> because I, I want to um, let the other people talk also. That I think that the, the economic situation here. Um, it's the same that in other countries when there's a few people that are very well have a lot of money and there's another uh, part of there's a, a, a lot of people that don't have almost any money so <laughs> it's, it's the same story that repeats in every part of the planet i think so I don't know. We we have, in a way, a steady economy. We are in, I don't know, some kind of democracy, because we. Uh, well, I don't vote for for this guy, but we have, we we vote, um, ah, we have uh, a president that represents, I don't know, everything. Uh, we could hate about um, the the he represents almost everything that he's wrong in this world. He had millions and millions of dollars, and he's not it's not enough for him. He always want more, and that was uh, make uh, make him try to. Uh, be a president, and he actually did it. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. It's 
we are in a steady economy. We are, I don't know, but right now in 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 the country there's a lot of I don't know anger, or there's a lot of of uh, feelings that the people want to change this. They are uh, have enough of this system, and the people here um, there. There has been a, a lot of, uh, of protests on the street. Um, I don't know. I I will let Deborah explain <laughs> better this. Take a shot at it, Deborah. Protests. I mean, kind of like on the scale that we're seeing in Greece and uh, Spain. Well, I don't. I don't think it's. Um, well, it is actually. But the difference is. Um, such as Chile is such a long country, we have a lot of protests going on but in different zones of the country. So if we put them all together, it would be something a little bit larger, I think, than Spain or even Greece. Um, I, don't, I don't think it's that problematic. I mean, with um, policemen, um, it's, it, has, it hasn't been that violent, but there is a lot of protests about people not wanting what the government wants, actually. And the thing is, we vote for that government to make for them to make our decisions. So they're not doing what the people really want, and that really happens everywhere, doesn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I guess uh, that, that was kind of the. I mean, did uh, that was actually another question I had. Um, how did Zeitgeist moving forward go over in Chile? Did you guys have any good showings or? Maybe Joseto can talk about that because I, wa yeah. I wasn't here, so I really don't okay. know. Okay. Yeah, go ahead then. Well, here in Chile we have a, a conference circuit that goes through all the universities, and we are starting some schools. We had the Cita Day, that was a real big thing. We made a really giant conference. It was really huge. We had the the um, sideways moving forward that was presented in lots of cinemas throughout the country. So it was really, really big. Lots of people came to the movement through sideways moving forward. And we have it in one of the biggest cinemas of Chile that's called Cinehoit, that is a really big, cinema so we are we are making things really big we are working now to make a Shadegate Media Fest a giant thing with lots of bands that are already confirmated we were wishing to have Vigilante but you told it could go there to the United States we don't know right now what would happen with with them but we have lots of bands that are confirmated so we're doing lots of big things. Well, like I said, that's still tentative. So, you know, don't give up yet. Yvonne, you know, could still end up with you guys. <laughs> we'll have to see. Um, but, yeah, it, it all depends also, like, on whether or not he could get the expenses and everything to get down there. And, you know, and it, it all, you know, it's up on Peter in the end. I just, I made the connection and, and had him check out the music. So, um, that's, but either way, you know, it would be great. And I'm glad that you guys are actually doing something great with your Like Ice Media Festival. Uh, did the Venus Project ever get to Chile during their tour? 
No, he, they didn't come here. It was, it had a lot of expenses and we didn't have the money in that moment. So mm. we couldn't bring the Venus Project. Oh, okay. Well, well, it looks like uh, Deborah decided, well, fine then, I'll go, go see them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't come to me, I'll go to them, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, well, I guess, you know, since you guys did have such a, a good thing with the theaters, um, what, what was the response? I mean, you said you got a lot of members, uh, but do you ever catch people talking about it? Like, you know, were there any, like, newspaper articles about it, maybe, or anything in the news? No, no, we didn't have the opportunity to have it in big newspapers. We have it in one that was smaller. It like it's like a, a alternative newspaper that it's a, a bit conspirative. So it shows that type of things. They get got an article uh, of the Sida Day and say guys moving forward, but in the big um, media press we didn't have anything because. Here in Chile, the press don't show nothing that goes like against the establishment. Well, even though we don't um, have anything on papers or on TV about the Zeitgeist movement or uh, the Venus Project, we take advantage of the protests going on here, and some activists go go to these uh, protests and talk to people. They give out flyers and DVDs and information to let them know what Zeitgeist is. So um, at least we take advantage of something in that way, and more people will probably become activists because of it. Well, that's excellent. You know, and that's another thing that I've told people is that uh, just because you don't retain them as members doesn't mean that they don't support the idea. You know, everybody that I talk to about the resource-based economy model, you know, uh, generally goes, well, yeah, it's a great idea. We should do that, you know, but they've still got lives you know, they've still got school or work or whatever, so it's not like they could stop doing what they were doing. Not not everybody has the, I guess I would call it the activist bug, so to speak. Um, and uh, I had to uh, translate because I, I used uh, Google Translate because there's like a Spanish invasion in the V Radio chat room. Um, <laughs> but people are still saying uh, that uh, Azeto, you're gotta you've got to get closer to your mic or whatever because you're still a little quiet. Um, but uh, anyway. Um, now I guess uh, to be back, you know, go back to Yvonne here. Um, what are you guys uh, planning for the future now that you have a, a label in, you know, in North America? Is there anything else coming up with your band? Any concerts or anything that I that we should hear about? Um, actually, um, I'm in conversations to make a couple of shows in in North America around the. I I don't know if you you know uh like a comic book convention called Comic-Con in New York of course uh so I found a promoter that is some it's kind of like a um a comic book fan um we are putting together uh, a couple of shows around that day excellent excellent yeah yeah, but also in the at the end of July, I will make my fifth uh, European tour. This is the 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 fifth time that I, that I I go to play to in Europe, and I have uh, confirmed dates in Norway, Belgium, 
Netherlands, uh, Czech Republic, um, uh, Switzerland, and Spain. So that will that will be fun. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Yeah, I'm glad you were able to give that. A lot of my listeners are actually European, so um, hopefully that any of these people will be able to meet up with you when you're in their country. Just let me know when you're coming to Detroit, man. We're the Motor City over here, you know, it's a big gig. <laughs> so. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and actually, I since I became a, an activist of Saigat's movement, I always try to be in touch with the chapters of the different cities or different countries. So I hope that in my new tour, uh, I will be able to make some activists in actually in in the shows that I think that is perfect for me because um, the people are very receptive to hear I don't know new new ideas or or things that um, I don't know you know when you go to a concert you have your adrenaline uh, pumping so I don't know for for me it's a good idea I in, in my last shows, I always um, try to make some activists with other people and bring flyers and DVDs and and was a very for me is is a very good experience because sometimes the audience I don't know is is difficult to to reach an audience um, with with this kind of message, you know, so it's good to have uh, some people that could um, give flyers on or, or DVDs or, or something or even talk to, to people after or before the show. Excellent, excellent. Well, um, this has been a great show. I want to thank you guys for coming on. Um, you know, if in the future when we do the show about CyberSyn, if you guys would like, you know, some of you would like to be panelists since we're talking about, you know, Chile's history, um, you know, any of you are welcome back, of course. Uh, and I want to thank you guys for coming on. Um, is So you guys are working on the media festival. Is there is there anything else going on in your chapter or whatever that you'd want to talk about before we go? Um, well, no, we actually always have um, we, um, our weekly reunions and talk about things and um, work things out for more uh, telling people more about the side guys and the Venus project. So we always have something going on, and hopefully more people will come on. All right, cool. All right, folks, um, thank you guys for coming on today. I'm going to go ahead and end this segment. I appreciate everybody coming on. I gave the link to... Uh, his website in the chat room for those of you who are signed into the chat room. Um, and uh, I look forward to uh, hearing more from you guys. So keep me posted in regards to that. And uh, also, folks, um, I'm interested in doing a radio show with uh, Zeitgeist Greece about the circumstances in their country. So if uh, and, you know, we, we started the basics of that, if there's anybody from Zeitgeist Greece who would like to come on and describe what's going on with the protests in their country and the, and the state of things, I'd be really happy to do that very soon. Um, in addition to that, uh, if anybody has any show ideas or perhaps any guests that you'd like to, you know, do see come on, you know, I'll do my best. Uh, in many cases, though, you're going to get a better reception if you, you know, do a little legwork and get me a phone number or somebody I can call. 
because um, uh, just saying, hey, I'd like you to get Bill Maher on is, is not <laughs> it's not going to work. You're going to have to give me a publicist name um, to, to be able to make something like that happen. Um, so in any case, uh, thanks again, guys. Uh, go ahead and say good night. Um, well, I want to thank you for the invitation. And I don't know, you you talked you talk before about uh, Ron Paul. Mm -hmm. So I think that 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 is a very good guess for the show if that is <laughs> if that is possible. <laughs> well, I'll look into it. He's a free market libertarian, so we don't really agree on well anything except for the war, um his foreign policy. But yeah, I'll look into that. Um Congressman Kucinich is a lot more in line with the things that we do and that's why I'm working on him now. And he's friends with Ron Paul actually. Um really? and, uh, all right, um, Deborah. It was good to meet you, and Ozetto, it was good to meet you too. Um, you guys, you know, say good night to the listeners, and we'll uh, I'll get everybody out from there. So, good night, folks. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks, thanks, thanks to you too. And for anybody that wants to go to the Side Guys Media Festival here in Chile, they're welcome to welcome to come. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> if only I could get a plane ticket. <laughs> well, probably you can. You can make it. Who knows? It's been a couple of months more. <laughs> yeah, we will be waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Um, I'm going to leave you with some words from Jacques Fresco and Roxanne Meadows. Uh, please be sure to visit my website, v-radio.org. Please consider a donation. Uh, the donations are a bit behind this month, and um, I really appreciate all the support that we've gotten so far. And um, I look forward to future episodes. And uh, thanks again for tuning in to V Radio. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. No problem. <laughs> this is Roxanne Meadows. And this is John Fresco. And you're listening to V Radio.